estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and College Loan Scams with Kathy Pfefferhahn. I'd like to say a quick thank you. Finances and just hit 15,000 downloads and it's all because of you. Thanks for listening and sharing. Finances and in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits, then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. The coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building for your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. School just ended, but for many families, college will be beginning in a few weeks. That means lots of money is going to be spent. And for those who need to start planning for college savings, podcast number three, College Savings Plans, is for you. It's so sad that when you're trying to pay for such a major expense, someone might find a way to steal your money. Like most buy now, urgent pleas, you should do your research before spending your money. There's little reason to pay for financial aid services. The information's out there for all to see. What is it that this company might be offering you? And how did you hear about them? Did you search them out or did they find you? Is the cost worth it? If they find you a $300 scholarship, will it be worth the $1,000 they charge you? Ask what the average scholarship they get is and if they can guarantee it'll be more than what you paid out. Never share your credit card information or banking account info unless you know that they're legitimate. One thing you should do is to fill out the free application for federal student aid called FAFSA, and you should do this yourself. This is where you begin to find out what kind of financial aid options are available to you or your student. They also provide resources for college or career schools. There are companies that offer to do this for you, but since you have to provide them all the information, why not just enter it yourself and save the money? There is no charge for this FAFSA, and you go to fafsa.gov to fill this out. So if you're asked for a credit card number, you know you're at the wrong site. But if you feel like you need help, contact the financial aid office at the schools that you are considering attending. FAFSA itself has an online help section that's available, and the Federal Student Aid Information Center, studentaid.gov, which is a part of the FAFSA, can help with students, parents, and even repayment of previously received loans. The hold that's on student loan repayments currently is scheduled to resume in August, although it has been postponed five times during COVID. And of course, this has created an opportunity for fake companies to charge a fee to provide a service that you can do at no cost by contacting your loan servicer, as well as the U.S. Department of Education. They can help you with lowering your payments. You can apply for an income-driven loan repayment plan called an IDR, and there are many options. One might be that they do a revised-as-you-earn plan. This is where they have you pay 10% of your discretionary, which means your extra income. This is applicable on direct loans only. Another option is the pay-as-you-earn. You're going to pay that same 10% of your discretionary income, but this is for borrowers as of October 1st, 2007, who have received disbursements on their direct loan after October 1 of 2011. There are income-based repayment plans where the monthly payments are 15% of your discretionary funds, 10% for a new borrower, and this is available for both FEEL loans, federal family education loans, and direct loans. 
Lastly, the Income Contingent Repayment Plan allows the lesser of what you'd pay on a fixed monthly payments over 12 years based on your AGI, which is your adjusted gross income on your federal income tax, or 20% of your discretionary funds. This is only for parent plus loan borrowers, though. Another scam that's available is offering to get your loan payments forgiven, canceled, or eliminated for you. However, when you borrow money, chances are good that you'll need to repay it. In fact, if you die before your loans are repaid, your estate may need to cover those loans before the assets can be distributed to those you've named to receive your money or property. So any company that suggests that they can reduce or eliminate your repayment amount is probably not telling you the truth. It's a good bet that if you owe them money to do this, you're being played. Don't send them your loan payments because you might find out that that money makes it to them, but never to the lender. The CARES Act did offer some relief for borrowers of federal student loans. Interest went down to 0% and there was a pause on repayments. Right now, the loans are to be repaid as of August 31st, 2022. You may have had a delay on repaying it and the balance did not go away. Sadly, there are many scammers are coming out because of this act. Expect to repay this loan or loans and plan accordingly. The Department of Education lists those scams that they know of so you can go to their website. Make sure you never give your bank information, social security number, or other personal information to someone you're not completely confident in. They also want borrowers to know that they'll never call you to confirm your information. So if someone does ask you for that, don't worry about being rude. Just disengage and hang up. If you receive an email or a letter that seems legit, call your lender at the number that you have for them, not the number that they provide. Those who have fallen for this have gotten their credit damaged and changes have been made to their loan, and then you spend hours trying to correct the errors that have been created. If you have more than one loan, you might want to consolidate them into one loan payment. You may find that you can save quite a bit if you roll them into one. First, you'll need to contact your lenders and see what they can offer. If you have a federal student loan, you can apply at no charge. Watch out if you're offered help for a fee at the Department of Education website and look for direct consolidation loan links. This will allow you to simplify repayments, allow you more time to repay, up to 30 years, and in doing so, lower your monthly payments. They may offer repayments based on your current income as well and switch you from variable rate loans one based on the federal interest rate, which has been going up, to a fixed interest rate one that will never go up. Be aware that you may pay more in interest over the life of the loan when you extend the length of your repayment, and you may lose income-driven benefits on any current plan that you may have. So you should not just include all loans into consolidation plans. Make sure if you have some that are income-driven that you withhold those because you're not obligated to include all loans in a new loan. Be sure any loan that you're combining will benefit you. If you think you have been scammed, contact your loan provider and make sure that your loan is still as you had originally set it up. Call your bank and stop payments to the company that you found if it's part of a scam and contact the Federal Student Aid Branch of the Department of Education. Then file complaints with both the Federal Trade Commission and the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. The College Investor website shares a scam that law firms will contact student loan holders offering to settle your student loan for thousands less than you owe. 
They take your payment and never negotiate with your lender, causing you to go into default on your loan. Then they claim you can't pay your bills and they try to negotiate based on that fact. But all they've done is damage your credit score and you're still going to owe money to that law firm. Sometimes it's not a scam, but a really crappy company with poor customer service. Do your homework before choosing anyone to do business with. Finally, make sure you know who your lender is and be in contact with them. It makes you more apt to fall victim to scammers when the lenders are hard to reach and the scammers are available all the time. It makes them seem more legit than your actual lender. Callers claiming to be from the Department of Education and asking you to hurry up and apply at the 800 number they provide should make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. The bottom line is that anything that sounds amazing probably isn't. All these changes in loan repayments and the government discussion about loan forgiveness makes it harder to know what to believe or to do. Spend a bit of your time and talk to your lender for options that are available to you before you're preyed upon by those who want to do you financial harm. This is Kathy Pfefferhahn. Thanks for listening to Finances and College Loan Scams. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, be sure and let me know what questions you'd like answered or topics you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.